trending news right now. So what's happened in social media in the last 24 hours? At 10 minutes past four, that's the question we're asking. And let's talk to social commentator Ade Kunle Owolabi joining us now from the UAE. Ade, how are you on this Thursday? Hi, Asanda. Um, doing well on yourself. I'm How's good. How's book today? It's, it's good. It's great. The rain has stopped a little bit, so it gave us a little bit of a break because it can be a bit of a challenge driving with the rain. And you know there's potholes and you can't see them and it's dark for some of us who work these crazy hours, but it's been okay. It's been great. How are things on your side? Yeah, things are really a little bit uh, slow because uh, we are in the month of the Ramadan and um, oh, yes. things are a little bit slow and we're just keeping it um, really, um, you know, just under the radar. But this is good. What I is also great. Um, we, we're keeping it um, good. Any invites for you in terms of those lovely meals from your friends? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually beginning to check on them now. I'm beginning to uh, fill in applications to who is sending invites through to me. I think I should start uh, sending invitations now. <laughs> awesome. Forget about the eating plan. Just for Ramadan. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch on to the eating plans another time, maybe two weeks from now. Anyway, let's go straight then to talking hashtag Atlanta Lux today, the leader of the Dudula operation, Operation Dudula. So he was in deep slot yesterday where residents were complaining about crime there. And uh, first of all, let's talk about what the, the, the Deep Slot uh, residents are saying. They have an issue with policing there. Yes, the, the people of, of Deep Slot, um, they feel like they've had enough about um, criminality and, and crime in general in the, in the neighborhood, and, and they're really frustrated by the, the, the lack of... Um, Police work as they allegedly complain that they are not having enough visibility um, of police, and they think police are actually not doing their work. And the, the protest was quite uh, quite intense. That we got the attention. I mean, the visit of the uh, of the minister as well, who actually reassured them that of reinforcement and um, dedication, and um, from the policemen, vehicles, and also more. Manpower as well in, in, in that neighborhood. It's, it's quite um, it's quite a, it's been a very busy time, I must say. And um, we we just hoping that um, you know, the police would uh, keep to their word this time around. And the minister did apologize on their shortcomings and all sort of things, and um, called for more improvement on their side. So because there was a, a visit then by police minister Pegitele there, do you think that it was necessary for Ntlantlalax to also go? Because he said he was there not to launch, but to support the community. Uh, I think it, it is, I think, you know, it, it, it's um, knowing the kind of person that he is. He's a man of the people right now and he's winning the ass of the people of South Africa, you know, one step at a time. And it's just seeing this as an opportunity to also be able to um, to, to let them know that he's, he's, in, he's in their support, he's on their side, he's going to provide that help. I think his presence has actually um, brought some sort of, um, has raised the energy and, and also um, hyped the people up a little bit more than expected. They, when they see him, I see the tweets that are flowing. And there were actually um, a lot of excitement and people actually 
um, made a comment that if the Dula movement becomes a, a political party, that it would definitely be the people's president. So that's how far people are taking this through. I think his presence there was an opportunity for him to be able to um, establish some sort of um, the ground um, solidarity for the people in, in this loot. So the people are essentially uh, complaining about the policing in the area and the sort of solution, well, there will be two because the police minister said that at the time at least 30 members of the police's tactical response team will remain in Deep Slut, but then he's going to return on Friday to discuss more solutions. Do you think the solutions lie within the police then or this needs to be more of a collaborative effort? Because if the complaints are against the police themselves, I'm wondering if that is going to be adequate to address those issues and complaints if their response is also, let's put more police in this situation. Uh, I mean, the, the people um, did, um, part of their complaint is that they are actually accusing the police of not doing their work. And they think if the police are actually um, more vis- uh, visible in the, in the community and more active in the community, it would definitely help them in, in not just covering the crime, maybe probably reducing the crime. And they also believe that they're not having enough resources on the police. And, and, and I think um, the, the, the issue that I feel here, I mean, with the minister acknowledging as well, acknowledgement as well, like there was, there was no consistent, they didn't do a follow-up. Like now, we don't want to explain, they should have learned um, from their past mistake, maybe deploying the, the, the police and the resources for the people of this suit. Um, they need to keep it consistent. They need to be consistent with this because you don't want to bring the forces after a month and you think, I think the coast is clear now, we can go away and the criminals are back to work. So this is something they need to work on a plan. Maybe when the minister is back on Friday, they could really discuss on the, on the, on the root cause of this crime and finding a strategic approach, more of a proactive approach in, mm. in actually curbing this crime. And, and hopefully we can get a, a, a plan from them, actually. Uh, yeah, hopefully that will be because, I mean, the whole N14 highway was blockaded there. Police had to fire rubber bullets and use stun grenades. So we don't want to see anybody, you know, being hurt. And any violence actually is what we don't want. So we move away from that. Uh, so hashtag job fair. They are re- reportedly um, news around the job fair that's going to be ta- taking place on the 14th of April in Johannesburg. Tell us more there. Yes, it's, it's quite an interesting one, and we're trying to understand um, where is this coming from, and I realize this um, organization, SACFE, that is um, behind this, and this Chinese job fair that is for uh, primarily uh, Chinese invested enterprises in the country, and maybe it's one of the, um, you know, maybe one of the benefit of, of Bricks, we don't know, but because we we're just thinking um, this is a South African Chinese um, um, Economy and Trade Association initiative, and um, it's been trending, and people are responding, and we're not entirely sure what type of jobs uh, should people uh, be expecting, what are the categories, and all sort of information around it. So it is uh, quite an interesting thing to look out for, and. 
and people knowing that we um, the unemployment rate is actually worse right now at the moment, I think this could be um, some sort of uh, a, a relief in a way, knowing that there might be opportunities to, in, in the bags coming up. Um, uh, maybe more might come out after this. So I think people are responding positively to it and, and for internship and job opportunities at this, at this um, particular job fair. Yes, and we've just had a release from Statistics South Africa in terms of where we are with uh, unemployment rates, things not looking so great. So a job fair would be something uh, relevant, I guess, in this time. But it has to also, I guess, focus on other issues, not just let's just get jobs, but let's get the right jobs, right? Because also by Statistics South Africa, there's data that's been published talking about which of uh, the sectors outside of agriculture earn the highest average salaries. I don't know if you'll be surprised by what's come up, but the electricity, gas, and water supply industry has the highest average per month salary, followed by uh, non-governmental sector, and then community work, and then social and personal services. Are you surprised by what's top four on the list? It's, it's, it's quite surprising, I would say, and one would have thought otherwise, and with this, uh, I mean, this kind of uh, data, it, 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 it took a bit of time for one to really absorb and understand it. Maybe um, as we're discussing it now, you know, it, it, um, maybe our listeners as well might be surprised and some may not be surprised. It's just something that when you get to see this kind of data, it begins to open your mind and understanding on what is really um, going on out there. I mean, with this um, job fair, for example, and um, I expected more technical jobs, and which it is at the moment right now, and hence why there's supposed to be some sort of um, um, clarity on what type of jobs should people be expecting. But um, the data is quite uh, it's quite interesting. I, I would say I was really surprised to see that. Yeah. Well, uh, ours is not there, so maybe we need to change our jobs, uh, Ade. <laughs> we're not in the top four of our highest earners, but but we're happy to do what we do. Um, anyway, hashtag Rupert Murdoch, the EFF marching on businesses that are owned by this billionaire, uh, Johan Rupert. No, sorry, it's Johan Rupert, not Rupert Murdoch. Uh, they say that uh, he's benefited uh, from land theft, dating back from when Jan van Riebeck arrived in 1652. What is the gist of this? complaint from the EFF? Um, I mean, Malema did, uh, did say he was going to, and I mean, this is just one of those um, um, moments where he needs to um, really prove his word. And, and I think these allegations have actually been, you know, been kicked back in saying that these are wild imaginations from, from uh, the EFF uh, commander-in-chief and asking them to calling them, accusing them uh, to to return the land and and all sort of things. And it's just I think we need to you know he, he thinks he will in his own words your riches come from exploitation of black people, uh, people who work in the white farms and you don't pay them anything. So you know this, this, instead of you paying them with bottle of wine. You have no regard uh, for black people and black dignity, you know. And, and it, it, it's just, um, it's also very, uh, quite a, uh, you know, toxic atmosphere and, and, and all sort of things. And I think there needs to be some sort of, 
intermediary and of course EFF being EFF they have this is one of their manifestos is a part of the things they stand for they want the land back and I'm not just entirely sure about the, the, the approach and you know they have to be there's a rule of law there's a process there are things that need to uh, proceed your process if I would say calling that so it is just one of those um, you know sessions where you just begin to wonder you know where are we going in this country and um, and there's quite a lot of reactions around this and some did encourage ASF applauding them for what they did and some do have mixed reactions um, regarding that the, the process. Yeah, as he took to Twitter to post his challenge on this, I mean, saying that there are clowns, and I'm quoting, clowns attacking the weak. Are we the weak? Um, I, I wouldn't say that. Um, it, it's just, it, it, you know, like, you know, of course, you know, they want the land to be returned to the people. And, and I, I mean, ANC also... Uh, we, I think they feel like ANC is, is having a cold feet on this approach to to the land reforms, and and I think EFF is just hinting and also trying to put some sort of pressure, and maybe they might have a plan on what they're going to say in Parliament after this, but we're not entirely sure. But they they know what they're doing, and they and Malima has planned this, and this wasn't just um, a knee-jerk reaction. He has carefully planned this um, the EFF land day that they had and he knows what he's doing and I think we just would uh, want this to be done in the way it should be done and not uh, press long there's no trespassing press long there's no uh, we shouldn't be um, um, you know trampling on other people's rights when we're trying to get the land back they have to just follow the process and I think it should be it should be fine that way yeah, and as you say, there should be no trespassing. He could have gotten in trouble for that visit to Rupert Farms in, in Stellenbosch. Uh, that, that is exactly how it could have been seen because things have to be done also in a legal manner. And also, as you say, what does that do? What does visiting Rupert Farms in Stellenbosch do for, for this cause of saying, let's get the land back to people? You want to get there and then what, you know? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know... Like knowing the the who Malema is, he has to prove that he wasn't bluffing. He needs to tell them that he meant he's standing by his word, and he is not going to back down until this uh, is the demand uh, met. And it might take forever, but I believe the EFF are quite strategic around this, and and this is one of their strongest manifesto. And everybody wants the land. Everybody wants the land back. They want the land to be returned to, to, to the people. But as I said, you know, it could be, you know, whatever it is that it is to, you know, whatever it means to the EFF, they this is personal to them, and this is what they want, you know. And um, we just have to be. We're watching this. Um, um, this um, issue really closely and looking for reactions, also trying to see how, what is the next, uh, what is the, the rope is going to do after this uh, visitation, what is the FF next card going to be. It's quite interesting to, to, to it will be quite interesting to see what the next move from each of the two parties will, will be planning. All right. I don't know if you eat meat, Ade, uh, but the last topic is hashtag state, steak. There was a whole, I don't know, conversation happening around People sharing their steak dishes and recipes. Where is this coming from? 
it's 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 quite it's quite interesting. I I've been checking. It's quite. I can't really say exactly where it came from. You know, I can pinpoint because when you try to find the source of this trending on the on tech, you're getting a lot of feeds from, from even up from outside South Africa. Then you begin to wonder where does this actually you know come from? It's kind of fun, like a phone tweet to me, but. It, it, I can't say exactly where it was. The feeds are quite interesting, I would say. Yeah, when I, maybe we're going back to that time. Remember in lockdown when we were all sharing our recipes for food and it kept us going for a bit? Maybe we, we're taking on to that uh, <laughs> same positivity now. Uh, but uh, do you do you eat steak? I love steak. And I actually do miss the South African steak. And there's quite interesting about the South African steak is that when you're so far away from home, you begin to appreciate the taste from home. And and I think, you know, from the pictures that I've, people have shared, and it feels like, are we in heritage month and trying, you know, trying different dishes and all that? But I tell you, you know, I love steak. Yeah, I do. So it's a hashtag soft life topic, this one, because some of us are thinking, do we even afford red meat <laughs> in this day and age? We've been sticking to chicken. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm, I know what they say about Kosa women, those who will know. It's a generalization, but there is uh, the statement that Kosa women love their meat. And I can definitely attest to that. I'm, I do love my meat. But your favorite sauce to go with your steak when you do have? It, it needs to be spicy. I think whenever I mm-hmm. want to have uh, meat, it needs to be the hottest one. And anything that I've got uh, really, really hot. I don't even think the hottest um, spices in, in, in one of the in restaurants in South Africa, it's, it's got nothing on me at all. So I really <laughs> like them really hot and spicy. All right. And what do you normally have as a side with your steak? Yes, uh, probably pops would be good. I love pops and then steak. I know some prefer something else, but for me, the pop goes a long way with the steak. Okay, awesome. They're keeping it African. <laughs> we love it. Well, that's a, a nice topic anyway. I hope the recipes will keep flowing. I don't know if there'll be too many because I also feel like you can't do too much with steak. The more simple it is, the the better. Yeah, you I mean, yeah. Um, better. It just has to be done right. <laughs> hashtag nice life problems and hashtag soft life then on that one. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I did. Thank you so much for joining us. You must have a great weekend. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, hopefully you'll be resting and then we'll chat again next week. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Always good to be here. Thank you. Our pleasure. Right. Cheers. Bye. Adekunle Owalabi, social commentator, joining us from the United Arab Emirates there, discussing trending news.